actually, you said a lot of people aren't happy. 83% of Americans in the most recent study identified as not being, quote, very happy. And why aren't they very happy? Like, everyone deserves to be happy, right? So we'll talk a lot about that today and, and how people can find happiness because you can make all the money in the world and be miserable. I mean, look at in the last five years, all of these. Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. The main objective of The Michael Maloney Show is to give people like you, uh, you know, a platform to come on and share your message and Kind of talk about why you do what you do. You know, what's led you to doing what you do. Um, I, I usually have entrepreneurs, coaches, um, people who are, you know, into giving back and inspiring people on the show because my listeners are the people who might not be there yet or they're, they're thinking that maybe down the road they would like to be what you do or what I do. And, and so it's just giving them a, a, a glimpse into the lives of, entrepreneurs and high, high achievers just to kind of maybe think about how they themselves could live a life that way. Because I, I truly believe that a lot of people out and about in this world just aren't happy. You know, they might convince themselves they're happy. They might, you know, they eat ice cream or they, you know, they splurge on a new iPhone or whatever. And they, and they think they're happy, but that's not real happiness. And, uh, and, and so my inspiration is, is to help people find that. And, and Brad, just um, for the listeners sake, you and I, we don't know each other very well. I think I met you in Tom Kroll's coaching class, um, but I've, I've followed you online and I see what you put out. I mean, you're a very inspired and happy and just energetic guy, and I'm excited to have you on today. So thanks for coming on, Brad. Oh, thanks for having me, man. I'd love to speak uh, speak this message. And uh, like you said, a lot of people, um, actually, you said a lot of people aren't happy. 83% of Americans in the most recent study identified as not being, quote, very happy. And why aren't they very happy? Like everyone deserves to be happy, right? So we'll talk a lot about that today and, and how people can find happiness because you can make all the money in the world and be miserable. I mean, look at in the last five years, all of the super ultra wealthy folks who have unfortunately taken their lives, they had all the money in the yeah. world. They were, they were miserable. They, were, they, were, they, they hated themselves. They had this internal struggle. So yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Is that what motivated you or, or what's gotten you into... I guess, Brad, let's just start from the top. What do you what do you do on a daily basis? Or like what I know you're inspired to share this this message. How do you do that? How do you help the world? Yeah. Um, so fortunately, so we'll go, we'll go all the way back to ninth grade when I read a book on how to buy real estate with no money down. And uh, for 20 years, I've had a fl home flipping business. Last year, we did 256 houses. And wow. um, fortunately, I only work an hour a week in that business, sometimes zero hours, sometimes two hours, but I average probably about an hour a week. And two years ago, Michael, getting myself, myself, or excuse me, trying to get my son help for his anxiety, I reached out to a performance coach. And after speaking with that performance coach, she was like, you might have some unresolved childhood. You know, she used the word trauma. I don't like to use the word trauma because as soon as people hear that, they're like, oh, I didn't have trauma. But yeah, yeah everybody are, calls it that, though, don't they? Yeah, everyone yeah. doesn't understand. You, ha you do have trauma. Like your little sister coming home from the hospital and uh, from from being born, and you thinking your parents love her more, that is little trauma. That could that could create a meth addict in their twenties. 
So um, I was told that I might have unresolved, you know, childhood. I'm going to call it. I, I now call it childhood programming. Childhood programming, right? That's so I went out. I, yeah, it's it's an easier way because we all have you know been programmed in a certain way. Because by the way, we are all born perfect, and perfect is a, no one was born an addict. No one was born with OCD or anxiety or working too much or depression or drinking issues or smoking weed too much. So we develop these things. So in the process of trying to help my son, I was like blown away by the fact that yes, I had all this childhood programming, but all these years I thought I was on top of the world. I had my 42 foot boat. I was going to the Bahamas. I'd been divorced twice, you know, dating all these girls, uh, using weed and marijuana, uh, and alcohol, uh, almost on a daily basis. And I was like, no, I got it good, man. I I'm good. I got this business. I'm making lots of money. But when I look back at things, at my results, two failed marriages, the use of weed and alcohol. Uh, my health was okay, but it's way better now. Um, uh, five business mistakes that cost me $9 million. I, I was a mess looking back. So um, what do well, I do now? I was going to say society standards, though. You were, you were good. I mean, you had the business. You had the boat. You know, wow. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I, w I was living like a lot of other entrepreneurs who have found, you know, I'm not wildly financially successful because when you make nine million dollars worth of mistakes, you you know, that's that's a lot of money, right? So yeah. I do fine and I live a very very comfortable living and I travel a lot. But looking back, if we'd have had this conversation three years ago and you'd have been like, "Hey, do you, do do you care what people think of you?" I'm like, "No." Do you love yourself? Yeah. Do you have high self esteem? Yeah. I thought I did, Michael. Right? I literally really? thought I did, but I didn't, and it was affecting every area of my life. So. I developed this quiz a year ago that's just fantastic. It's a self-love quiz. It literally takes like two and a half minutes. It's 12 questions. If you're listening to this and you're, and you're saying to yourself, oh, I love myself and I don't care what people think, but you have areas of your life that aren't going so well, your marriage, your, your health, your business, your finances, uh, your, your addictions to things, go take this quiz, bradchandler.com forward slash quiz. See where you land because it may be the first step to changing your life and your relationship and your business and your health. Um, it really is powerful stuff and no, no one has to suffer. We, we, we create our own 99% of suffering in this world. Michael is self-inflicted by what, by one thing, by our thoughts and where do our thoughts go wrong from that childhood programming that we'll talk, talk more about as we go on. So you talk a lot about programming. Is this NLP based or where does, no. So, so, so let's go back. Like, like why does, what's the source of every single problem you have right now in the world? Whether you have a shitty marriage, you're drinking too much, your business sucks, you're working a hundred hours a week at the expense of your family and your relationships. What I can go on and on and on and on the war in Ukraine, like everything, terrorism, child sex trafficking, it all comes down to one thing. And that is your thinking. It's flawed thinking. Where do you pick up that flawed thinking? When stuff happens to you as a child where you lose control, you have no control, stress is happening, trauma is happening to you, your brain has to do its job. It has to say, why is this happening to me? I've got to come up with a reason so I can survive through this terrible thing. What our brain often says is, well, it's happening to me because there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I'm bad. We live with that. That actually helps us to get through as a child. But at 27, 37, 57, 87, those thoughts are still buried in your, in your deep subconscious because your subconscious doesn't know the difference between yesterday and 40 years ago. It's not supposed to because it's supposed to keep you alive. It wants to know where the dangers exist. So that's where the flawed programming comes from. Your brain's doing its job. 
But at 47 years old, all it does is it, it destroys you. It's destructive to everything in your life. <clears throat> so it's all distort and delete, right? You, you bring something in and experience it. Your brain distorts it in the way that it understands it, and then it either uses it or deletes it. That's, that's kind of the way that I've understood neurolinguistic programming and like the way we take things in. And that's, like you said, it's all based on our back programming, everything, every experience that we've had in the past. And that, so that's some really deep stuff. So um, real quick, Brad, what was the website that, that listeners should go to for the test? Uh, bradchandler.com. There's a big old button on the top that says quiz or just bradchandler.com forward slash quiz. Yeah, but, okay, but awesome. let me clarify something you said, Michael. Like, it's no one's fault. Like, your brain is just uh, this. I mean, the brain is the, 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 the most fascinating thing probably in the world, you know? I, I like, it's AI's catching up, but it's a long way, right? Your brain, <laughs> yeah. Your brain does its job. It's like... So to, you know, yes, we distort things. Everything is the meaning that we place on it. Gabor Mate, one of my mentors says, the trauma isn't actually what happened to you as a child. That's a traumatic event. The trauma is the story you tell yourself about that traumatic event. It's nobody's fault. It's, it, you're, you're actually doing what you should be doing to cope and soothe you. But we as adults don't realize it. Me and billions of other people are walking around right now. They don't understand why they come home and drink three glasses of wine every night. They don't understand why when they got a lot of money in the bank, they're working 100 hours a week. They don't understand why relationship after relationship sucks. They don't understand when their wife says something simple, why it triggers them and they get so upset. It's all because of this childhood programming that's buried in your subconscious mind. 95% of your daily behavior is driven by your subconscious thoughts. Okay, so where, does, where do we start? Where does somebody start on improving their past trauma and, and getting and erasing that? Or, or what's the process? Honestly, the first thing you do is go take the quiz because the quiz is going to tell you where you're staying. You're going to come out with three, three results. One is extreme self-love. If you score extreme self-love, I would bet you that you've got good health, you've got good relationship, your business is pretty good, and overall, you're pretty freaking happy. If you score mild self-love or lack of self-love, look, look back in your past at all the things that have happened, and you can attribute it to that. So if you score one of those two things, don't say, oh my gosh, woe is me, I'm doomed. Just the opposite. Say, oh my gosh, my life can get profoundly better. Yeah, an opportunity. So, so you... All change begins with awareness. You have to be aware. And the questions in this, in this 12 question quiz, you can literally break down each of those questions. You know, do you take, do, do you judge others or yourself on a regular basis? If the answer is always, okay, think about that for a second. Why are you always judging other people? Because if you're judging other people, you have to be judging yourself. What does that say about you? If you're judging yourself, you don't have a lot of self-love. Why don't you have a lot of self-love? Because of the thoughts in your head that you may not even know exist. You're going to be the person that wakes up every day and like, I'm a piece of shit. Or you're going to be the person that goes about their day and may not say I'm a piece of shit, but talks negatively to themselves, but doesn't realize how destructive it is. So that's what I would do. I would take each 12 of those questions. I would answer them without giving them a lot of thought. Just answer them. Your, let your subconscious mind answer them. Whatever, whatever you, that goes to, never or always or somewhere in between, pick that and then break that down. And then you can look at what, are, what do your relationships look like? What does your business look like? What does your health look like? Are you in a constant triggered state? Do you have bad days all the time? Are you constantly complaining? Are you negative? And then you're like, do, do you as a human being get to live like that till the day you die? Or you can say, I've had enough of this. I want a joyous life. I want my kids 
if your kids have behavioral problems, if you, if you score extreme self-love, I would be willing to bet you a lot of money that your kids don't have any behavioral issues at all. If you have lack of or low or you know lack of self-love or mild self-love, your kids likely have some type of behavioral issues. Why? How can you teach them to love themselves when you don't love yourself? Why do kids misbehave? There's only one reason kids misbehave. It's because they lack a connection with the parent. If you have lack of self-love, guess what? You lack connection with yourself. So you got to fix all that stuff. So where's this? I mean, is it the is it like our internal dialogue that we have to like work on like the, what we're telling ourselves and like the way we see life is that is that like the biggest component of this so in the last year and a half working with 100 clients i i've literally i think come up with the or i know i have because it's worked over and over and over again the process for how do you change someone's mental state and i think there's three critical components that are left out of most traditional therapy and most most type of work in this space the first is you have to become aware with what's driving your behavior. Where do those thoughts come from? I do that through hypnosis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist. I do that through hypnosis because you can access the subconscious mind. I can't tell you how many clients I have where they come up with a scene from childhood that they're like, I never thought about that before, but yet it's driving my behavior. So the cr number one critical component is you've got to be aware of what's driving your behavior because you can't change something if you don't have an awareness. The second thing is the rewiring of the brain. This is done through neuroplasticity. That's a fancy uh, word for saying that it's your, your brain's natural ability to regrow new neural pathways. So for me, I create a customized recording tailored to the needs of the client. They listen to that in an alpha wave brain state. That's a brain state you have as you're going to sleep at night. That's when your brain is one of the most states where it's most highly open to suggestions. By listening to that over and over again for 30, 60, however many days, some of my clients just listen forever because it's a really positive message. You literally start changing this internal wiring that you have that's saying something's wrong with me. I'm not good enough from when I was six years old. So that's number one, awareness through hypnosis. Number two is the rewiring of the brain. Number three, and just as important as the first two, is practicing. So I teach my clients how to process your emotions. So the next time your wife says something and it triggers you, rather than running to the bar or picking up a weed, a, a, a weed pen or doing whatever your, your vice is, you sit there and you process it. You take a couple deep breaths and you say, okay, let me get in the present because when you're triggered, you're never in the present, you're in fight or flight. You're either in the past or the future. Couple deep breaths, you identify the emotion. I'm feeling mad at my wife. Well, if you're angry, there's always underlying sadness. So, okay, I'm feeling sad. You give yourself compassion for that, for that emotion because we as children didn't get a lot of compassion for our emotions. Then you go, Michael, to why am I feeling this way? Well, if you did the work in the first two steps, you're like, okay, well, it was when my dad didn't show up to my soccer game, I felt unloved. What my wife just did make me, made me feel unloved, but I'm not six years old anymore. I don't need my, my father's love. So, boom, I'm going to snap right back into my joyous state. What used to trigger me for days with my ex-wives, now with my you know, current um, relationship, it's literally minutes or seconds because I'm not fighting for my worth anymore. I process it, and I kick right back out into my joyous state. Well, and I'm sure as you practice that, you get quicker and quicker and quicker, right? 
riding a bike. The first time you rode a bike, it was hard, right? The first time your wife says something where you triggered and you've been used to yelling back at her uh, insults or, or you go into your shell, yeah, it's freaking tough. I've lived that. But each time you do it, it gets a little easier and a little easier and a little easier till it, becomes, till it becomes familiar. Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. Similarly, I found myself in that position probably about three years ago where I was two to four years into my, the growth of my business. Things were going amazing, right? I was like 25, um, had built this million-dollar company, had all these employees, these great customers, and I was just pissed off all the time. I would get easily agitated. Um, you know, I, I, I attributed it mostly for me personally th th in this situation to like looking at the future and like trying to plan the future and then not giving myself enough time to appreciate what I had. Like I was just so complacent. And, and I learned, um, I learned that it, when, when a trigger event would happen or when I would get pissed off, I would, I would come up, I would just give myself like 60 seconds to just like sit there and think about it. And just, and, and usually the 60 seconds would be when I was still like a little like heated up, but I would like, after that 60 seconds, I would be like, I have to get back to, where I'm like efficient and where I'm back to like, you know, a good space, a good space. Like I'm trying to come up with an example, but like, I don't know, just something bad happens in the business. It's like, Oh shit. Your first reaction is to freak out. But then it's like, no, what's going on? How do we, how do we move forward? What could we have done differently? How do we learn from this? It's just taking that and turning it into a constructive point of view and rather than looking at it from like, what's, what's loss or, you know, what's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a different mindset. And, and to me, that's really helped me because it's just, it's like a programming, like you said, that's allowed me to be more efficient with processing my thoughts and what's going on in my life. Um, but, but I'm, but it's really interesting what, what you've said about the past and like how events, you won't even know which events are affecting you. Um, I too recently, I'm not certified yet, but I went through a class for hypnosis and NLP and timeline therapy. And, um, and we did some hypnosis training and, and it was just really interesting thinking about some of the, the things in our lives way back when, like you said, um, some stuff that I hadn't thought about for like 10 plus years came up in my mind. It's just crazy how that's all just embedded in our subconscious. And we don't realize that those programs, like you said, are what's, what's helping us run our life or, you know, holding us back from running our lives and what we could potentially, you know, live out. So that's fascinating. How does somebody, um, so Brad, obviously, man, you got your shit together. It's amazing that you've, you've, 
you know, you've lived this life where you've kind of learned throughout it how to do it, right? I think the best teachers in the world are the ones who have lived it and learned it and figured out how to live it themselves, right? Um, and so that's that's amazing. You've said you've helped over 100 people already. How, and you have bradchandler.com. I imagine, is that the best place for somebody to get a hold of you? Or how, how, can, I, how can we get people coming to you? To, it uh, is, yeah. So. Yeah, so I put out a daily message um, almost every day on on peace and, and love and happiness and, and just different things that you can do or different different ways to look at your life. So if you go to bradchandler.com uh, contact, I have all my social media sites there. You can take the quiz. You can schedule a call. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's 99% of the suffering in this world is self-inflicted. And if you're in, if think you're about in, that for a second. Yeah. Sorry, Brad, to break uh, to cut you off there, but think about that for a second, everybody. Ninety-nine percent self-inflicted. I mean that that's sad. That's it's truly. It's like if we just took a different take on it. You know, if we just looked at life from a different perspective, life could yeah. be so much better. Yeah, I mean, because ninety-nine percent of every problem in this world comes down to an individual's lack of self-love and self-compassion. Think about that, and people would be like, "Oh, that sounds woo-woo." Okay, if you yeah. want to keep thinking that, you can just keep living your life that way. Because I would have said that five years ago. I mean, self-love. I got self-love. There's nothing wrong here. But if you think about everything, why are our prisons full? Why are hospitals full? Because there, I can show you, I've got a 500-page book sitting next to me by Dr. Gabor Mate, who's been a physician for 40 years. The, the book's called The Myth of Normal. The whole book is on how illnesses are all from this childhood programming that is buried inside of us that's causing us all this stress. Illness comes from stress, right? So why are hospitals full? Why is there a war going on in Ukraine? Why do politicians, you know, you look at Congress, like it's crazy how many people have had DUIs and uh assault charge i mean on and on and on you can go to child self tra sex trafficking and divorce rates and obesity rate and addiction 33 percent of americans right now are on an antidepressant or anti-anxiety oh every God. single thing can be traced back to an individual's lack of self-love none of these people were born with a lack of self-love it was all learned behavior so here's why you see so much passion in my voice and why i want to scream this on the mountaintops all of the problems in the world were created as uh, when we were in childhood. If they were created and they were learned, they can be unlearned. There's a proven process. And I'm not sitting here saying like I'm the Messiah, but if, right. if, if every, but it's, it's, there's nothing special about me. Am I good at what I do? I believe I, you know, God put me here to do this work. Yeah. I really do. He didn't put me here to flip 4,000 houses. That was great. No passion in that. It was always about the money. He put me here to help people realize that the world can change and we don't need a bunch of drugs to do it. We don't need a lobotomy. We don't need to go run 10 marathons. Literally, my life changed forever in three hours in an Airbnb in Park City. Now with my clients, it's between three and five hours of work with them that they see profound shifts. So no, no Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock to the, to the talk therapist for, for five, 10, 20 years like I did. There is a proven process. So you don't have to suffer any longer. And why don't we hear this more? I, I, I mean, I, 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 it comes down to money because there's not a lot of money in this. There's, there, there's money in, in just keeping people, you know, f drug, 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 drugs. But 
Yeah, there's a better way, guys. There's there's a better way. I'm living proof. Um, I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke weed anymore. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in a fantastic relationship. I've got a business that runs on its own. I wake up every day with pa passion and purpose. Dude, it's really hard to find your passion and purpose when you've got the proverbial lion chasing you, which I had for 47 years. And if you score lack of self-love on that quiz or mild self-love, you've got a lion chasing you too. You kill that lion, then you could take a deep breath and look around and be like, why was I put on this earth? Oh my gosh, it was within weeks, uh, Michael, that I realized I wasn't put here to flip real estate houses. That's, that was all about making money to prove my worth. I was put here to help people change their lives. So self-love, you, you go back to that a lot. And it seems like that's one of the biggest indicators on your test. I mean, I think it makes sense. Like if you work on yourself, you're, I mean, you're, you're your own vessel. You can only do what you are able to, right? I mean, can you speak more on why self-love is so important? I mean, it's the basis of, um, without self-love, if you don't love yourself, how do you treat yourself? How do you treat others around you? Um, the greatest gift that we can ever give our children <clears throat> is to break the multi-generational curse we're in. If you lack self-love, it's because of your parents. Does that mean I want you to go like yell at your parents and say you're, you're terrible? No, just the opposite. I want you to have compassion because your parents didn't wake up and say, hey, little Johnny, I'm, let's, I'm going to screw, screw you up, or Beth, I'm going to screw her up. No, they did the best that they could do because guess what? Their parents did it to them, and their parents did it to them because their parents, and it's been going on for hundreds of years, right? So the greatest gift you can give your child is to break this multi-generational curse. How do you do that? You show your children how to love themselves unconditionally. How do you show a child how to love someone unconditionally? You've got to love yourself unconditionally. If you don't love yourself unconditionally, just look around. If you just, just look at your results. Again, are you in a relationship that you just love that's not codependent? Because <clears throat> there's a lot of trauma bonds. What happens is <clears throat> if you score lack of self-love, there's no way you're going to marry or pair with a person who has extreme self-love. It just won't happen. That's not how the, the human mind works. You're going to pair with another person who has lack of self-love or mild self-love. And then if you have children, what do you think your children are going to be? You think you're going to have offspring with extreme self-love if you and your, and your spouse lack self-love? Hell no. Hell no. So self-love is, is really the basis for everything. How you take care of yourself, how you look at yourself, how you stay present. If you lack self-love, you're either in the past, your subconscious is pulling, pulling you back to the past with all the meanings you came up with, or it's looking forward to saying, oh my God, what's bad going to happen to me next? Always scanning the savannah for the lion. I mean, there are so many people living right now that they are just negative, 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 negative. The news, they watch the news all the time. It's just feeding negativity, fear, negativity, fear. People still wearing masks. Like, come on. Like, out walking outside wearing masks like I used to judge those people and now I'm like man I have compassion for them because they have to live a life of fear 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 I went to Costa Rica with my daughter for spring break in in a week time I didn't see one person wearing a mask <sighs> where do you think society went wrong you started to talk about how the news and everything do you think that's a big contributor or where, why why, why, does everybody, why is everybody walking around with these terrible patterns? I know a lot of us are childhood, but at what point did, did you know, people start I, to... Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know if, if, there's a, if there's a time when things went wrong. I think that what's happened over the last... you know, there, We haven't talked any about diet. Um, 
you know, seed oil. There, there's so much stuff with our diet and, and, and these modified foods that aren't helping us. And then the advent of the internet. Every problem, when I say a, a thinking problem, what it creates, Michael, is it creates a lack of connection. When you don't love yourself, you're not connected. When you lack connection, that is the bit, like, that's the, that, that's the, that's the problem. And, and guess what happens in today's society? We have the internet. We have food delivery services. We just went through COVID that was the most deconnecting thing that's ever happened in this world, period. Blocking people down, putting them in masks, and not allowing them to do stuff, shutting down businesses. So we are more disconnected. You don't, I, I never have to leave my house if I don't want to. I can, get a, I can get a Peloton bike. I can order my food. I can get my delivery. I can even have a doctor or I can do an online visit. So I think there's a combination of disconnection and things just progressively getting worse. Now, look, I'm the self-love guy. There is beauty everywhere you look. There's still more good than evil in this world. I've cut off the news. I chose to see the good in this world. My lenses have changed. When self-love came into my, into my world or when I got it back, I see everything differently. So I see everything as perfect. Everything that's happening is perfect, as, as Ram Dass says. Um, believe it or not, you are right where you should be. And everything that's happening is happening for you and not to you. And when you can realize that, you, when you can realize that, there's no need to have a bad day ever because you're like, this is happening for a reason. That's, that's probably one of the biggest takeaways I've, I've um, added to my life over the last couple of years is just like anything, especially when you run a business and or, you know, you're just, you set yourself up to have a lot of responsibility or there's a lot going on. Things are always going to happen, right? It's like, how do we learn from it? What can we have done to prevent it? What's this here to teach us? Why is it, how is this here to serve us? I mean, and when you look at life that way, all of a sudden these little road bumps are, they propel you instead of hold you back. Time is if you if you do it right, you only you know you might only make a mistake once or twice, and then you, you learn from that, right? Um, Michael, your mic is coming in and out a lot. I don't know if it's um if it's oh is it uh, if it's my internet or whatever. I know it's recording okay. locally, so it should be fine. But just want to yeah, point that it out. should be. Hopefully, hopefully it wasn't my position on my mic there. Sometimes if I get just a little bit away, but thank you for letting me know. But either way, Brad, I mean, thanks so much for coming on today. Gosh, you've just dropped so many amazing takeaways and. For anybody listening, I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, Brad, is it a free test that they can take on your website? Absolutely. And look, I know a lot. Your audience is entrepreneurs, right? So a lot of yep. entrepreneurs start start the business for two reasons. One is to make a bunch of money, prove their worth, or two is to because they didn't have control as a child and they want to control. So just be aware of that. And if you have problems in your business, it's going to come down to your thinking. If you have a roller coaster, if you get, make a bunch of money and then it, it, it all goes down, it may be that self-conscious brain saying, you don't deserve this. If you have imposter syndrome and you're like, why am I in a room of these people? Like, I don't belong here. I'm afraid to speak in public. It all comes back to the same thing. I just had a guy on my podcast a couple of days ago who was a client of mine. And for, he was a business owner, or he is a business owner now. He was working for, for Sony at the time. For two weeks before a public presentation, he was nervous as hell. Sometimes he would like, couldn't even get through them. And then for a week after he would, he would like worry about how other people judged him and what they thought of the presentation. And after three sessions with me, he's like, Brad, I now look forward to giving presentations. Why? It was because a scene we went back to where when he was five years old, he got locked out of the house because he shouldn't have left. And he was looking after his three-year-old sister and his parents judged him. And he held on to that all these years and he didn't know it. 
And it was released, and then boom, he's like a different human being. His relationship with his wife has taken off. Like, the problem in, in relationships is never the actual relationship. It's the relationship each person has with themselves. So if they're disconnected, like we were talking about, it's really hard to have a deeply connected relationship. So he told me yesterday or two days ago on this podcast that he's now able to speak the truth to his wife and his wife had a stroke and she really wasn't doing much for herself. And now like her life is blossoming. She got her driver's license. She got a job. She's exercising all because he did this one exercise with me where we went back to his childhood and figured out what was causing him to be afraid of people judging him. It's like a it's like a cascade effect. You just figure out the one thing and then you'll see all areas of your life will start to improve. Absolutely beautiful. So and I mean look at what you're doing for people, Brad. I mean you're literally going from somebody being just unhappy and disconnected and in a bad relationship and easily pissed off and maybe abusing alcohol or pot or whatever and taking them and making them where they're they feel like they're owning their steps and they're excited about life and they're just I mean Thank you, and, and it's, it's, it's literally it's amazing what you're doing, Brad. Um, I similarly have, have similar goals just to help people change the way they look at life, right? I, I agree. The world is so beautiful. There's, there's only good and great days. There's no such thing as a bad day. Stop nope. telling yourself that you're having a bad day. Any, any day when you're alive is good, right? So um, awesome. Well, Brad, um, bradchandler.com. I know Brad is also on Facebook, Instagram, other things, but I, I know he mentioned that he's got his links on his website. See it there at the bottom of the screen if you're watching it. If not, if you're listening, it's Brad B R A D C H A N D L E R dot com. Brad, at the end of the show of my show, I always like to give my guests just a chance to like leave our, our listeners with a comment or maybe a call to action or just like a just challenge them to do something. Do you have anything that you would like to leave my audience with today? Yeah, I mean, I challenge you to go take the quiz, and I challenge you to look at your life, look at every area of your life. And if you're not living in joy on a daily basis and you're suffering, uh, take the first step. Take the first step. Take that quiz. You don't have to work with me. Uh, all I want to see is, is that I made an impact in your life, and you go do something. But you've got to take the step. You've, it all change begins with awareness. So you've got to look at your life. You've got to question everything about it. Every day, every emotion I ever have, every action I have, why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this way? Because if you don't question things, nothing will ever change. You don't deserve to suffer. You were put on this earth for a massive mission. You were put on this earth to have joy and loving connections and loving yourself. So you go get that. It's out there for you. I promise. Oh, wow, man. Thank you so much for coming on today, Brad. You're a wonderful guy. We'll definitely have to keep in touch and have you on here again. And if you ever, you know, host live events or anything where, um, you know, people would benefit from, please let me know and I'll make sure to share that with our audiences. And if you do, make sure you also let me know and you can come back on the show and we can talk about it and let people know about it. So thanks again, man. Sounds great. Thanks. That was another episode of The Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.